There he is. I might be getting dick soccer cleats. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a call from my boss at work is asking what size shirt and shoes I am. So, interesting. I just love how you're like, get, get in, Craig, get Craig, get Craig. I got to make sure that was in the pre-roll. Because you don't bring, you don't. Hey, this is, what? Yeah. Hey, this is Sad Boys Disasters of Sidelines. I'm Jiggly. I'm still on none. We had a, 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 a... Yeah. Hey, this is Sad Boys Disasters of Sidelines. I'm Jiggly. I'm still on none on a question mark amount of sleep. So, apologies. <laughs> on unquestionable thinking. <laughs> Oh, all my, my all my thinking is questionable. To be fair, but this is especially so. Okay, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> good start. Good start. I'm, 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 I'm. I was waiting for you. Like, I, I don't have anything else here. Uh, oh, we are going episode, to have to. Right, cool. Uh, this, we this are going to have to. Uh, we we are going to have to uh, talk about something that's a bit not <laughs> a, fun. A bit not fun is a one way to describe it. A bit not fun is one way to describe it. It's just, it's hard to talk about, but also like there's all, there's like massive ramifications that are happening involving the World Cup with it. So it's something yeah. that we should mention. We got war going on. Not yeah. we necessarily as in us or the United States, but Russia has just decided to invite Ukraine. So that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, that's not... And we'll we'll yeah. get to that at the end of Europe because that's uh, like oh, that's like UEFA FIFA stuff happening involving that as well. Yeah, and, and then I can talk about my uh, European soccer that isn't horrifying to think about. The Carabao Cup vibes. I assume you didn't watch. No, I was saying a lot about it though. Uh, good, really good game of football. It was Chelsea versus Liverpool. You know. Be, the Carabao Cup doesn't really matter, but the final is always fun to watch if it's between two good teams, especially if one of them's not City, because people kind of get sick of watching City in, in those cup finals. Uh, it was a very thrilling nil-nil game, which sounds weird, but there's a lot of chances both ways. I think there was at, there was at least three goals called back for offside, whether by VAR or by the referee on the field. Ended up going to penalties. And the penalty shootout Liverpool won 11 to 10. Everyone except the Chelsea goalkeeper scored. The Chelsea goalkeeper, Kepa Aretha Balaga. That's the second time that's happened to him. And I think the second time in the Carabao Cup. Well, not it's the second time he's had a Carabao Cup penalty incident in the final. Where in the first time, he refused. So he, he had gotten hurt, got back up, and the coach was getting ready to sub him out. And Kepa said, no, I'm fine. I can keep playing. And the coach was like, can you? And like there was a disagreement because he was getting ready to get subbed off, and Kepa's like, "No, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to keep playing." I don't think and it was then, an injury. I think it was the same reason why they subbed him on no, this no, no, time, which was no, no. He he had been he had gotten hurt earlier. No, no, it wasn't. He wasn't out. He wasn't refusing because of that. He was refusing because he thought the Chelsea coach wanted to sub him out because he was hurt. I think that's why he wanted to sub him out as well. To be fair, because he had gotten injured a few minutes beforehand, but it was tough that he 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 refused to come off and then lost in the penalty shootout because he couldn't make a save when he should have. This time he was subbed on intentionally to be a penalty kick specialist a la Nick Romando or the opposite of John Bush. The opposite of John that's a, that's a good um, fire reference. I'm proud of that. And yeah, and then he ended up... Sky he not only did not save a single penalty, he then skied his attempt. And it looked like uh, it looked like an NFL kicker attempting a field goal because it just went straight up down the middle. Uh, I... I just really like this meme of somebody saying the Liverpool fan that caught Kepa's penalty 
And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, he stole it. Not not a shocker. And then somebody was just like, he didn't steal the ball. It landed outside his house. He just took it inside. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, something else, isn't it? But yeah, good time. I was doing something else during that time. We'll get to that later. That should be good. So then the the rest of the, the continent, we had uh, Man U did a Man U. They tied Watford nil-nil at home. I had been critiquing Christian El Ronaldo in the past because he, he's got, like, you know, up until this point, I'm like, yeah, he's got such lofty standards, one of the greatest soccer players of all time. You know, maybe I'm being harsh. He's, you know, he's still like a 30, 105-year-old man or something like that. This past weekend, he was bad. He was he was just bad. It was like it was watching a bad soccer player play the game of soccer. He was just bad. It was it was like watching Sergio McDonald for the fire, where you watch a player and you think he's not. He's he's bad. He sucks. <laughs> and it's just weird that I was watching Cristiano Ronaldo doing that because he cost him on several opportunities. Bruno Fernandez sucked as well. To be fair, um, unfortunately. The none of United's problems are actually coaching related because Ragnick's doing a decent job. These players just have forgotten how to score for some reason. If this man U team was finishing at the levels they did under Ole, they would be just fine right now. But for some reason, they've forgotten how to finish with Ragnick and player dude Chris Armis in charge. Official assistant off. player dude. I don't. Why do assistant coaches wear AirPod, AirPods on the sidelines? By the way, do you have any idea? I mean, the only thing I can think of when I see somebody at a sporting event with earbuds in is like the Steve Bartman thing of like the reason why he reached out was because he was listening to the broadcast instead of like fully paying attention. So he was like a few seconds behind and that's why his hand was out and he didn't notice uh, Moises Alou coming over to try to grab that. That and that's like the theory of why that happened. So that's the only thing I can think of is just like, yeah, they're listening to the commentary for some reason, but like that should be illegal on the sidelines, shouldn't it? I don't, I definitely don't think Chris Armas is listening to commentary though. They're, that can't be right. Something, something else is going on. Maybe it's for you can also be doing, but... you can also be doing what I'm doing, which is just vibing. <laughs> he, he actually got any audio plank. He just, he just wants to look cool to the rest of the planet. He's like, yeah, I've got AirPods, fam. Um, Players. I'm sorry, I did not hear you because my I kicked my ear my headphones out, which is ironic given the conversation. See, that's exactly why Chris Armerson invested in a pair of AirPods. That's why he got it. <laughs> I did that thing again where I got water. Well, it was my turn to talk, so we just kind of sat here awkwardly. Great, and I also sat burp. back to I also sat back to have like my Apple. <laughs> Once again, we're doing this right when I come home. And we did not, we, we planned for us to actually do this in the morning when this is coming out. We were actually planning on recording around now, around this time, that this is, air, this is like going up. And instead, sometime like right before I left for class, Adnan is just like, oh, the schedule, uh, my schedule changed. I can do it later in the day. I was like, okay. And then I was walking back home and I realized, wait a second, I set up my lunch so that I could like, set it up in a different way that would take a bit more time oh no yeah this one's not on me but yeah but this episode won't be the only thing going up on a tuesday morning hey oh on um, a tuesday um, <laughs> not the first time you'll hear in this episode because of what we have to talk about later <laughs> oh no um the top four is somehow arsenal's to lose They've got, I think, two games in hand on United, and they're only a point behind. They might actually be three games in hand, to be fair. Which is weird, considering Arsenal suck. But they very well could be playing Champions thought, League football next season. Wasn't it, like, early on this season, like, it 
everyone was joking that Arsenal could go down. Yeah, because they, like, they had lost like several games in a row, and then everyone else just sucks more than they do right now. Yeah, they're three, they're three games behind, but with only two points behind. But then and what uh, they've won their last three, which has been impressive. And yeah, United, especially because United's schedule is tougher than Arsenal's, is down the final stretch. Arsenal, like they're not guaranteed to get top four, but they in like if you think about it, they should be getting top four, all things considered. Like if United was in their position, I'd be feeling very good about their chances. So that's interesting. Where did did I? Oh, I lost the game plan because I went to go check the standing of the Premier League, and I wondered where my game plan went. Um. I think the next. What, I've completely lost the game plan. No, I, was, I, I never. I never <laughs> moved it from the beginning. Um, I'm uh, looking. I'm looking for just like something. I, I. I remember that I made a meme once, but it's no longer on my computer because my computer got wiped that that long all that all that year ago. All that all that uh, that months ago. Uh, but the one meme that I made of like me, the, my quote of uh, something about like. If we don't, if we don't, as long as we don't suck, we, we might have a chance or something like, as long as we, that was your fire modus operandi. Yeah. Like it was, it was some like meme of like, if we don't, if we, whatever, I don't know. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to run a podcast here, bud. (laughs) I woke up at 5am. Jiggly just got back from school. Two, two men fighting respective battles. Um, cool news though. Actually, no, hold on. I gotta get to the funny part first. Uh, Antonio Conte almost rage quits as Tottenham head coach. Where oh, neat. He, he was talking about how, because they had lost again at home to, I think it was Burnley this time. Yeah. And he was just like, everywhere I go, I've succeeded, but not here. Maybe, maybe they need to replace me. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm bad now. And everyone's like, is Conte intentionally trying to get fired from Tottenham so he doesn't have to coach them anymore? And I honestly think that might be the case because coaching, I would not wish coaching Tottenham upon my worst enemy. That sounds like a dreadful time. I and, did just find, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm still looking through, and I did just find the brick wall picture of Chris Brady's team. Remember <sighs> back then? I don't even want to know how long ago that was. Do not even want to know. That was only two years ago. Oh, what do you mean? Only two years ago? That, that a little less than two years ago. Jiggly, when this episode comes out, it'll already have been the third month of this new year. We're yeah, already I know. two months out of the year, and I've done nothing. Uh, welcome to our new segment. Adnan has an existential crisis. <laughs> I usually have that. What was funny at work, by the way, is that if you put something on hold on the the thing, you put the day's <laughs> date and the next day's date, right? So you know when to put it back on the shelves, and no one claims it, right? And my buddy had put. The today's date, which is 228, 2022. And then for the date for it to be returned, he put 229, 2022. And I'm like, Matt, that's not that day ain't coming. That day is not gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know when we're ever gonna we're never gonna get to return that item ever again because that day's never gonna happen. But it yeah. will never come. Unlike uh never mind. Um Buddy, we gotta stop here. <laughs> <laughs> you said yeah, you set that one up way too easily, to be fair. Jesse Jesse Marsh? Why did I think his name was not Jesse? That was weird. Jesse yeah. Marsh is the new coach of Leeds United. So, yeah. Do you have anything about that at all? I like, uh, I have a comment about their tweet, which is that they have the picture of him in his Chivas jersey. Do they really? Yeah, that's, that's in the tweet. So, that's so good. He's in his Chivas jersey. 
I'm immensely proud of that. I'm, I'm not proud, but immensely happy about that. Well, I mean, you know, the only two American managers now that have ever coached, that have ever been head coach in uh, the Premier League, you know what they have in common? Bob Bradley didn't play for Chivas USA, but yes, he coached. Bob Bradley right? coached Chivas USA. Yeah, they both have Chivas USA in common. Oh, they coached Chivas. Oh, yeah. Why no, do you think Jesse, Jesse Marsh? Jesse Marsh didn't coach, but he played for them. Oh, okay. So I'm going to my time. It's how did Bob Bradley end up at Chivas USA? Uh, that was back when like they had plans. Oh yeah, and they were better. One of my favorite bits of MLS history is when uh, David Beckham came to the Galaxy, and it was this big deal, biggest signing MLS ever made. You know, game changing thing. And then Chivas USA just kept beating the Galaxy. It was so funny. It just, it, I, David Beckham's bogey team was Chivas USA. I should. I wish you I could. can find out more about Chivas USA and all the other Metro Stars teams in my in my video about the history of MLS. Shameless plug. I yeah. respect it. Still same shameless though. Um, it is very shameless, and I'm going to talk about my other my other channel <laughs> later. <laughs> fair, but at all, but when I'm making too far. Um, uh, the the refs apparently love Manchester City. Uh, I didn't watch the game, but there was a very bad missed call where Rodri, the midfielder, just commits a handball, and the referees just don't call it. Go on. I was sending a no related text message. I apologize. Um, I'm no longer. You know, uh, what? I'm no longer distracted. I can focus I, now. Maybe I, I may have clocked out at 2 p.m., but Dix simply never stops. Um, <laughs> Dix never now, stops. Dicks never keep, sleeps. Keep making dick jokes real quick so I can get some water. <laughs> yeah, dicks never sleeps. I mean, no. Um, We've uh, had too many jokes. This is I, I'm supposed to put. I'm supposed to like sign off on this as like yes, this has no cursing. It's like I don't know how to present this. Hey, look, ejaculation might be a bad word, but it's not a curse word. It's just a. Uh, like, there's nothing illegal about it. Like, I could just post that word on Facebook, right? And, like, nothing's wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my head. Do it. I wouldn't do realize. It. I wouldn't realize. I, I had a feeling like low sleep would come. I did not realize it would just make me make all the inappropriate jokes to make all the time, but just in this in this setting. Do it. Go this on Facebook right now. <laughs> you think anyone uses Facebook? Why do you want me to tweet? Why do you want me to post ejaculation so bad? That sounds terrible. Okay. Just tweet um, it. Go ahead. Do it. You, I'm getting peer pressured by a man who's five foot seven. Anyway. Um, I'm maybe no one, five foot seven, but I have a big personality. Not the only. No, I'm sorry. Um, th no one wants the Serie A, by the way. I think both Inter and AC dropped points this past weekend. Once again. So now Napoli is in first, although Inter Milan do have a game in hand. For some reason, when I said Inter Milan, my brain immediately put the Inter Miami badge in my head for some reason because I thought I messed that up, but I did not. Um, I almost now I just want to say. The Scudetto, which is a great name for a trophy, to be fair. Yeah, the Scudetto is... Well, I mean, the Scudetto is technically what we have on our logo, which is the star. Oh. Uh, wait, oh. oh the the actual that. name uh, of the Scudetto... Well, I mean, the Scudetto is like the patch that they put on the jersey, essentially. Oh, interesting. It's, uh, it's like they are the ch current champions, so they get the, they get the Scudetto patch. Interesting. I thought it was a trophy. Um, well, I mean, Europe, eventually it's what they call the trophy, but it was, the Scudetto was originally just the patch. Um, Barca ran right on Napoli. Speaking of Napoli, in the Europa League, Barca just looked... Barca might be back, by the way. 
Barca look real nice with it. I think I said this last episode, but Barca looking kind of cool. Like they'll they'll need like a bit more time, but Xavi might be an absolute banger of a head coach, which would be interesting. And then so that round of the Europa League finished, and they did the draw for the next round, which is the second round of sixteen. If that makes any sense, and the best matchup by far, it is Sevilla versus West Ham, which just sounds like a dream match that we never expected to see in our lives. Didn't didn't we make a? I think we've made it. We made a joke about West Ham. Also, Barcelona West Ham have been oh, the joke because okay. that's what everyone wants at the end of the day because that's the dream. This is like a little teaser for the future, hopefully, where West Ham get through this and then they get to play Barcelona because I want to see. I don't know if it's funnier that West Ham would be at the camp now or if Barcelona came to the London Stadium, but either way, that's it's immaculate potential for vibes. And then UCL's upcoming this weekend or this week again. I no, it's not. Why'd I just why'd I lie in the thing? Why did you lie? It's the FA Cup, and no one cares about the FA Cup right now, pretty much. Why would you lie? I I I I'm just stupid. Um, big news though in the game of the weekend, Werder Bremen beat rivals Hamburg to reclaim first place in the two period space Bundesliga. Uh, they may have mainly won because Hamburg committed two handball offenses in their own penalty area. Which led to two penalties that were led to two goals. But a win is a win is a win. And I'm not complaining. We move. Bremen are looking good for promotion. Like it's so far away from being like set and secure. But they're first in the moment and they've been the best team the last few months. So as long as momentum doesn't just flip out on them, they should be on the way back up. I say as someone who has seen a lot of bad things happen in life. Like the time they lost the German Cup semifinal in the 120th plus minute. That one hurt. Lastly, Messi just stat pads assist, apparently. I think he got like another two this past weekend. He's yeah, I saw just a tweet about I saw a tweet just, about like the him like getting an assist, like assisting to uh to Mbappe, Mbappe goals. And I'm just like, you guys are talking about this now, but the moment that he retires, we will never speak of him on PSG again. <laughs> This is just going to be something that, like, this is this is Jordan going to the Wizards. Like, we are not going to talk um, about this unless ever. He, unless he <laughs> somehow gets the Champions League, and then it'll be like Brady with the Buccaneers, where it's like, yeah. see, he's not just a one-system guy, and then that's all we say about it. But, I yeah. mean, even then, it still feels like Jordan with the Wizards. It's just, it doesn't feel good for anybody. Uh, what's one of my favorite things is that uh, apparently Michael Jordan was actually good for the Wizards. Exactly. Like he was a good basketball player for the Wizards, but he got hurt, I think, often. Which, which yeah, was, it's, like, just some, it's just something that's like, we don't want to talk about this. Because <laughs> because people would think like, oh yeah, he absolutely sucked for him. But no, he, apparently Michael Jordan was a good basketball player, which is a, a huge revelation apparently, you know. Never knew. I never knew he was a good basketball player. He's, I thought he just made shoes. No, yeah, he uh, decided to do basketball in order to prepare for uh, Space Jam, you know? You know like, what? It's a basketball movie, so like he okay. wanted to like, immerse himself into the Actually, character. Actually, you may joke about this, but that was, oh, at no. the t- that, that was about the time that he was retired. So that Space Jam convinced, actually convinced him to come back to basketball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, had, like, the, they, had the, they would play pickup games in like, the, the court yeah. they had that Disney had built them. And so, so he was like, he was prepping up and like he was playing against like full on NBA yeah. players. And he's like, hey, yo, I kind of have street rules against NBA players. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're going to get into Michael Jordan conspiracies. Like how I used to believe that his retirement was effectively just a suspension from gambling. I don't think I believe that anymore. Actually, you know what? Well, we met, we actually did mention uh, Jordan 
a couple episodes back and it was and like your whole thing about Jordan was about Jordan pushing off was cut. I was just apparently. I was just about to say that by the way. I was just because because uh, sometimes Craig doesn't record properly, so sometimes when we say something and then like you hear uh, you as the listeners hear me just randomly put in like some anime nonsense. That's what happens sometimes. It's not just like when I have to cut something that uh, you know Adnan says wrong or I say wrong, but like sometimes Craig messes up too, and so I just have to do that. But you missed out on Adnan ranting about uh, Jordan pushing off on the on the winning shot. <laughs> Well, for everyone that missed it last week, Jordan pushed off, and I will not be hearing anything otherwise. Um, that's it for. I like how that's the end of my European soccer seg- segment. Is Michael Jordan pushed off? But you know, life is weird sometimes. Well, I mean, I think I think you talked about it at the end of that when you actually did talk about it. So, right. Well, of course, every new tradition every week <laughs> at the end of the European segment, I'll just mention how Jordan pushed off. Just make sure no one forgets. <laughs> no one. No one needs. No one. No one forget. Uh. So here we come to the very, very bad thing of uh, I, I pretty much uh, spent all Thursday in existential dread because of this. But uh, yeah, Russia invaded Ukraine. And I know that there's this whole thing about like, oh, keep sports and politics separate. It's a they're very intertwined. Like we can talk about yeah. that. Like, you, I mean, you mentioned a while ago about like, you know, if uh no, I think it was last week uh, RJ mentioned about like if Shakiri was coached by Panovich, you know, like it's it's something that you cannot pry from each other. And so uh there is something to mention that uh something has to be done about the sports teams that are involved, especially since like the European Union is putting sanctions on Russia. I believe uh just recently the Olympic Committee has has essentially given guidance to uh every single like world championship i guess uh in all sports to basically be like do not let russian athletes in until this is resolved oh oh, well apparently that actually stemmed from the beginning with the the doping um, (laughs) controversy so apparently this may have happened anyway which is really weird yeah But uh, the main thing is that uh, this actually just happened a few hours ago. I wasn't even expecting this to actually happen. Uh, But FIFA has officially suspended Russia from the World Cup. So even like them playing as they can't even play as a so leading up to this. So leading up to this, uh, all of the teams that were that were in qualifying the qualifying playoff that would have gone up against Russia. I think it was like Sweden potentially. Uh, Czech Republic and Poland. They all basically said, we are not going to play against Russia. We just refuse. And then I think FIFA tried to be like, oh, well, we won't have them play the national anthem. They won't be allowed to use their flag. But you could still play against them, right? And then everyone's like, no. (laughs) And then all these other teams, other other associations are basically saying, we will not play against Russia. (laughs) If we're asked to, we are not going to do that. And at this point, I think uh, I think FIFA is finally like, well, there's no way out of this one that we can still get our money from. So I guess we're just going to have to ban Russia from the World Cup. So they have have been kicked out uh, and they've also kicked out all of the and UEFA has kicked out all of the uh, Russian teams that are still in competition in UEFA competitions, which uh, there's no team in the Champions League uh, as I believe it was. I think it was Zenit. 
who Zane, did not even Zenit yeah. Zenit didn't even make it make it out of the group stage, and then no team in the Europa League. So there is no team in the Conference League. Is only the Europa League where there is a team. No way! Did Saska get eliminated? Not Saska. Spartak. Spartak. Oh no! Spartak Moscow. Uh, oh, their game that's... was supposed to be on Thursday against uh, RB Leipzig, and well, yeah, next Thursday against RB Leipzig, and it is now canceled because well. You know, yeah. war crimes. And and it, it, it obviously this whole thing sucks, but just imagine now being a Spartak Moscow player who just, you know, plays for Spartak Moscow. And I mean imagine being imagine being like a Spartak Moscow fan who like isn't who oh, is yeah. not does not want to be involved with this war, but now suddenly they have to be a part of the bad guys. And like those Russian players that you know, there's probably plenty that don't actually support the organization. Oh no, no the, longer... the captain of the Russian national team, I believe, has spoken out against it. Akinfev, probably the goalkeeper. Not Akinfev. Uh, it was a different player. Oh, probably like that 50 year old man who plays center back. Yeah, I don't really. The 50 year old man who plays center back. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure it's that guy. And that's obviously like fair play because we we all know how dangerous it is to speak out on Russia, especially if you're from within. But yeah, they're they've now been screwed over for for no reason that they can control. Yeah, but uh, then again, you can't have teams playing in Russia right now because there's a you know a whole thing going on. And you can't have teams playing in uh, playing in Ukraine because uh, I believe Dynamo Kiev was oh, yeah, you, actually like, so, in the Champions League. They they got eliminated recently, but yeah, and like they obviously can't have a home game and they they can't leave the country because I I players would at least think about trying to extradite themselves into the oh, other country. I've, I've heard, uh, I, I've, I've seen some tweets about how there's some players who like are essentially in like the displacement shelters that they're actual like full on professional soccer players, but they are now yeah. like being displaced like that. Uh, yeah. Well, what's the, what's the team that whenever they play the gold cup always loses half their team because of, um, uh, it's not extraditing. It's whatever is a term. A naturalization? No, you know. I think it's like it's like Cuba, one of those countries, or whenever they come oh. to the, they come play the gold. Oh, Cup, you mean defect, ha- defecting? Yeah, yeah. Like half the team defects. So is it? It's not Puerto Rico, is it? It's Cuba. It's Cuba. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Osvaldo Alonso. So weird to think whether that's just a thing that happens and people we. I mean, I. Do they have I mean, no other literally in my so film weird? class. My uh, my current assignment is like doing an adaptation of a nonfiction story, and literally my film class, my nonfiction adaptation is about a Russian hockey player defecting. I got rustled because once in a Spanish class, I had to write about Cuba, and the question asked list famous Cubanos, and I put Ozzy Alonso, and I just said it wasn't good enough. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's famous enough. He's uh, the, captain, uh, the captain of uh, Seattle Sounders for a long time. My teacher was a severe fan. He didn't respect him unless, like, he should have. <laughs> I no, remember back. I, I remember back it. when I was in when I was in high school, and my uh, and like freshman sophomore, we had a different campus, and the person who ran study hall there uh, was uh, was uh, Portuguese, and uh, he was like a really big fan of Cristiano Ronaldo. Like he got to meet Ronaldo once and he was like big fan. And I was just very happy because that was around the time of the, uh, of the Brazil world cup. I believe I was in summer school and he ran like the place where you like buy snacks in the middle of the day. And so he always had the world cup on during that time. So whenever it was break time, I would just go over there so I could watch the game. (laughs) Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. 
uh yeah we got we made sure to get out of that uh without too much bad having to talk about uh oh yeah wait no there's another added thing that i put in our chat that i thought was interesting uh the coach of uh of sheriff you remember sheriff yes sir the guy who led them the guy who led them to win against real madrid in september uh apparently has gone back to ukraine and uh well i mean this this uh tweet i'm not you know sometimes raj doesn't double check his sources and i don't know of a way to double check his source so uh all i, I know is that floating around a lot though so i think it's yeah relatively true because i've seen other outlets report it but the the former coach of uh sheriff has gone back to uh be a part of the mobilization and it's not like like they were still in. I think the Europa League. They just won their their playoff round. Yeah, wait. I let me just check this. I'm pretty sure they're still in the Europa League. No, they just lost on penalties to Braga. Oh, they bottled that. Yep. Didn't, didn't they have they a added, lead? They had a two. They had a two nil lead on aggregate from the first game. Then Braga. Oh, that's rough. Won two nil in the second game, and then they lost on penalties three to two. Well. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's 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 like the that one boxer. There's the the, the pair of boxers as well. It's the fair play to those lads. That's obvious heroism. Well, like there's, well, there, I, I, I think one I of the former boxers is like it. I think a one mayor, of the former yeah. box boxers is actually like a mayor there. So yeah. it's not even just like he went back. Like nah, he been there. <laughs> but like yeah, the other, I think one of the like I think like former heavyweight champions or something. There's even another boxer. Like he just like oh, I'm just gonna go back. I I do not have that character in the slightest, bro. Then if, there's also if, the then there's also like other really random stuff because of uh because of now sanctions against Russian oligarchs and like you know banks freezing their money. Roman Abramovich has a bit of a problem with Chelsea. <laughs> there yeah. was a, there was a statement I don't remember. I didn't even he, see what his statement he was. He effectively said that he is not selling the club at the moment, but he's not in charge. He's letting it be and put in charge of like the board of trustees or whatever they're called. Not Borges, but something similar to that. Where they're they're running things now at the moment because the only thing yeah. I saw is like it's similar to when uh when Mr. Burns okay, something something auto played. Uh when Mr. Burns in uh in Sims in The Simpsons said that actually his canary is in charge of the company, not him for liability reasons. Nice, nice, good <laughs> reference. And also another minor thing connection. Schalke have always had really nice uh, uh, Gazprom sponsor. It really looked really cool. Like it just fit for Schalke, right? But now they've decided to cancel that because Russian oil company. It's a bad look for them, and it's obviously you know the the, the right thing to do because it's it's a, a huge Russian. You can't really support Russia at the moment. But now the front of their cat, I think, just says Schalke, which is kind of. I mean, of that's a shame. the thing. Like the two biggest, the two places that have put the most money into soccer in the world is. Russia and Saudi Arabia. So the moment that like anything happens to one of those countries and there has to be sanctions placed on them, there's a lot of money in soccer that leaves. Yeah. And now people are getting upset about crypto taking over soccer sponsorships. I don't well, get the hate. Enti- that's an entirely like, different issue. Like I, I, I rock with people like not thinking cryptos like like if, if you call crypto lame, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I don't get it either. But I don't think anyone can see a football jersey and think, oh, man, crypto sponsoring it and just get angry. I don't, that I don't get. Like, I know it's bad for the environment in some capacity, of course, but I think that's a bit harsh. 
Like if man, you got sponsored by Dogecoin, I'm 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 rocking with that. Whatever, as long as they give us decent money for it. Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think, I think at least morally. I'm trying to think of if there's anything extra that would need to be said about like various things that how like soccer is being affected by this. Um, okay, we're moving on to the J League. Uh, they I separated like Kyoto and Osaka, and then turns out they actually played against each other. Uh, it was a one-one draw. Uh, it's what it was a thirty-fourth minute goal from Kyoto actually, which was the first goal. And then uh, Osaka t- uh, equalized very late in the, uh, well, very early in the second half, 40, 48th minute. Good result. And at that point, you know, Kyoto is in fourth at the moment, Don't. which is weird. Mid, mid, they'll be like, they won't be like how high leads in Sheffield and I finished those, those seasons they had, but like, you know. A Crystal Palace ask twelfth place or whatever is the equivalent to Japan. That, that's fine with me. So here's the thing that I'm looking. Obviously, it's extremely early in the season. Whatever. Oh no. First of all, uh, FC Tokyo has only played one game and they lost it, so they are on the bottom of the table. Uh, so that's fun. They'll be fun. Uh, Kawasaki lost their second game of the season to Yokohama, uh, so they have a loss on their record. Also, in third place is Shimizu S Pulse, which is weird. <laughs> Espulse is a strange name for a soccer team. Yeah. I will say. Although their stadium has like a wonderful view. Have you seen? Oh, oh they play in the, they play in Chester, Pennsylvania. Uh, no, they have like a really good view of Mount Fuji. Nice. Like off the, off the corner. That is cool to be just, fair. Yeah. Wait a second. Where, there it is. Got it. I'm I'm trying to send you the image of it. They got Mount Fuji like just outside. Uh, like oh, you can see it from the pitch. Stunning. That like, is that is beautiful. Not as not as cool as uh, Monterey Stadium. Like you remember the Monterey Stadium, yeah, right? The famous Monterey picture. The yeah. famous Monterey Stadium. Like it's not as good as that, but it's still pretty dang cool. Uh, insert reference to Philadelphia Union Stadium. We can see the bridge in the background. I, I need. I the the goal is one day going to watch a game there and sitting in like that area just so I can have that view because it's it's beautiful, bro. Uh, but yeah, that's all I really have for the J League as it's very early and the two teams that we care about played against each other. The Women's Empowerment League had a game. I don't Maybe. know how they had a game. They, they, in in like you know the story about how the Colts moved to to Indianapolis right in like the middle of the night when everything was pitch dark or whatever. Yeah, that that's how the Wheelie game happened. Like <laughs> everyone secretly like in the middle of the night just like turned on the floodlights, got a ball out, and just started kicking it. <laughs> Essentially, I mean, I really liked to like you know I saw like oh they're going they're going in and I'm like huh okay I guess they're starting up and then I'm starting to do my research for this like wait a second where's this game? Apparently, it's Sh- the Empress Cup. Schrodinger's game of soccer. The Empress Cup, which is the FA Cup for uh, the Emperor's the Emperor's wait, Cup. Are you sure it's not the Community Shield equivalent? It's, no, it's, not, it's no. not a one-off game. No. It's an actual cup. It's an, well. Based on my knowledge of what the Empress Cup is, it's a well. That's the thing, because the trophy. So I, I sent a picture of the trophy. It's a once again, you know, 
there's some awkward things with the way that the women's it, empowerment league does things. It, it looks like uh, testicles and a penis. It it's uh, very phallic shaped. No and... other way to phrase it, unfortunately, because I think Jiggly sent a, a, a tweet of it, like a tweet with a picture of it. He's like, "Hey guys, you like uh, let me see what you if you guys think what I'm thinking you're gonna think." And the first thing my brain went to is like, "Yeah, it's a penis." That is a hundred percent. It's like there's not even need for like a VAR check. Like that is just this, this league is doing some really cool things, and then they just like go off somewhere for a second. Yeah, like imagine hoisting that into the air after you've won the title, and it's just a bunch of Japanese women running around with just hoisting that in the. It's just so weird. Oh man, I'm cutting this, but like it looks like I've seen those many times. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> okay, okay, now that last part you can't cut out. I, don't, I why, can't. Why I, you, I have why, to cut. Why, that. why did you say many times like that? I did not like that. I did not like you flexing about <laughs> you've seen. That's it's a secret bonus quote for for those paying. When we have Sad Boys Premium, that's what we're gonna type of content you're gonna get to hear. Um. But yeah, so it was a so game. How many uh, Jeff was in. Have, how many exactly have you seen? I'm kidding. Um, up the Jeff, of I course. Can't count. Can't count. Can't count that high, maybe. Yeah. Um, up the Jeff. Jeff was in the game. They lost one nil to Udaref Reds. Uh, the goal was scored in the 67th minute, and the only place I could find anything about it, it was all in Japanese, and I do not read kanji. So, whoops. which is a type of Japanese. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I had to teach Adnan about the difference between uh, hiragana, katakana, and kanji. Uh, I can mostly, I can mostly vaguely sound out like hiragana. Nice. Uh, anyway, on to NWSL stuff. Uh, when the U.S. Women's National Team had some games, I don't care too much. Uh, Hope Solo and Carly Lloyd are doing a thing together, and I'm kind of scared about that. I could have watched the video. I didn't watch the video because I'm very scared about what those two are doing together. What does that mean, thing? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm too scared to find then. out. They're just gonna they're gonna buy the Colorado Rapids or something. They're going to buy the Colorado Rapids. Uh, you know what? Let me just see. Has Carly Lloyd ever done anything controversial? I know Hope Soul is a controversial figure. It's weird to um, see her. Car- Carly Lloyd really. has gotten really controversial the moment she retired. And also like the fact that like she had you remember the Kobe uh like the Kobe good uh goodbye tour, like the retirement yeah. tour? So Carly Lloyd had that, but for three years. Oh, I remember I got rustled because at the very beginning of the NWSL uh final like coverage it was just carly lloyd propaganda it was just carly lloyd propaganda she's not either team yeah i love the fact that the red stars ended carly lloyd's career because i don't want to deal with her anymore and then like the moment that she that she well the first of all she blocks any journalist who talks about her (laughs) she blocks any journalist who talks about her so when i said that i was uh, when i went into a a group chat with a bunch of actual nwsl journalists and said i was blocked by a women's national team uh, player, they were all just like, "Oh, Carly Lloyd, she does that to everyone." <laughs> it's like it's just so common. It's so common knowledge that she she's not good. Uh, and then, like the moment that she retired, like a like a like a couple weeks later, like she made some tweet about how much she hated the delivery person and how she was like gonna like this is a low paid person. How can you be this guy? How are you, why are you this person? <laughs> Kill your heroes, as I like to say. I mean. I, 
she was never my hero. That's I think I had I think oh, I mentioned that, was... that before of just like I didn't even like her. Like she did nothing with the Red Stars, and suddenly everybody's just like, yeah, she's the greatest. I'm so happy that I got to watch her play. No, I'm not happy that I had to watch her play. <laughs> We're this is an, this podcast is anti Carly Lloyd, okay? Uh, anti anti uh, Alex Morgan too, apparently because of, of your beef in the past. Well, that I mean, I'm I'm just saying like this podcast as a whole is anti Carly Lloyd. Cause I think that RJ can agree with that too. We Alex are, Morgan, I don't know about what you two think of her, but Carly uh, Lloyd. I, I'm down. I'm down to hate the woman. Just, you know, <laughs> I'm down not? to hate the woman. Is that, uh, is that going to be the, epi- is that going to be the title of this episode? Who knows? Okay. Find out next time, even though you've already seen the episode and title. I'm down we, to hate we, the woman. We are, on, on we are 2022. Very, we are very much pro. Is it Wendy Renard? The, the really tall pro Wendy Renard. Yeah. The, the pro Sam Kerr, pro okay. Wendy Renard. Uh, anyway, uh, the other thing at the end of SL is that Sarah Gordon got injured, uh, and that is going to take her out of most I, of the season. I keep thinking Sarah Gordon's the journalist, so I was very confused nope. when you said they got injured. I'm like, why is Sarah Gordon like? Did Sarah Gordon do something cool to like the broadcast, like the journal? And I'm like, she got injured. Like, why do I? My first, my brain, my brain first went to why do we care? She's a journalist. Like, what, I don't know. I'm like, how did she? Are get you thinking hurt? of Sandra? Like, Yes, probably. <laughs> so, uh, best recovery is to Sandra Gordon. Hopefully, she can still type fine. Also, just a random thing that I saw. I mean, we're going into we're going into Concacaf. I'm lost stuff. Uh, this just happened. Uh, apparently, Turner has gotten the U.S. Soccer Federation English language TV rights. I thought you meant Matt Turner at first. I'm like, Matt Turner. Yeah, he, he's just the gonna- only one allowed. He's gonna he he's gonna broadcast the games himself while playing. It's just gonna be a GoPro on his head, and that's what he's gonna do it himself. Wait, so what did they get the rights for? Uh, it, it says U.S. Soccer Federation English language TV rights. Wow! So no more ESPN broadcasts or Fox Sports. I guess it's maybe they also have rights. So now it's gonna be a three-channel rotation. But well, that would be weird if we only get to watch soccer games on TNT. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's gonna be on TNT. Why? Yeah, they they don't have a major cable channel, do they? And they don't have streaming. I don't th- like. I don't think they have like a specific streaming platform. Yeah, because I know they're on Hulu. Because I'd watch. I watch my wrestling, but yeah, that's not ideal. Ah, uh, yes, because pro- quote unquote oh, Hulu no. has live sports. <laughs> remember, remember Bleacher Bleacher Report Live. That's what the U.S. games would be on. Do you remember Bleacher Report Live for like the two years in the Champions League when, team, when Turner had the rights? I think Turner's connected to CBS, to be fair. So we, we might get a U.S. game on CBS then. I just like the one. Somebody just made a tweet of like a picture of uh, the TNT basketball crew with like uh, with like uh, Shaq, Charles Barkley. <laughs> And just they're the ones covering the game now. Apparently, <laughs> I'd love that. I would. I would love. I'd rather they do that than pay actual analysts like that say nothing cool. I like the. I like the idea of of now being able to say that I'm Shaq sized yeah. because oh. I'm the same size as Shakiri. <laughs> I'm Shaq sized. Ah, oh, shut up, man! Just shut. Up. I've been on. Apparently, now. okay. Apparently, wait. Apparently, Shaq might be might be shorter than even me. He's not five foot seven. He might be five five. <laughs> of course, like there's there, there's the classic thing in basketball of like they always sort of like up upsell the uh, Mostly, the height yeah. of players. So it's very possible that he might be considered uh, two inches uh, taller than he actually is. We will see when I when I meet him. We will see. 
I so, forgot. I think it's um, Carl. I for I think Kevin Durant. They keep reporting he's smaller than he actually is for some reason. Kevin Durant's a big boy, or like a lanky boy at least. I'm well, so I mean, tired. like what? They, they, they. I mean, they have, they have Jordan listed as tall, and he is tall, but like they might have him listed as like slightly taller than he actually is. Yeah, because ego and whatnot. Yep. Uh, well, you got to leave room for the ego. Uh, Concacaf games. Concacaf Champions League. So we go on. I, I respect. Well, it, you, well, you think about like you know, like headroom and and taking a picture of something. Oh, there's always head. Never mind. Um, rule of thirds. Uh, I did see Colorado <laughs> lose to uh, whatever that team was called. Uh, in uh, Communicaciones. Fair play to those lads. They won in Col- – they, they they were down a guy. They got the penalties. They then won the shootout. They technically had three straight attempts hit the bar. One hit directly. Two were saved onto the bar. And they still won the game, so fair play to them. They'll play on YCFC next. And they'll probably get eliminated, to be fair. Nah. We're gonna see giant. Uh, we're gonna see one Luis Anangano just carry them through at Yankee Stadium. At Yankee Stadium on a Tuesday. Unfortunately, those, unfortunately, those games will actually be played in Connecticut of all places. Ah, uh, Connecticut. Uh, after a scoreless previous game, the Sounders whip Motagua five uh, nil, and Montreal pull a remontada against Santos with a three nil home win. Uh, they were losing. They lost one nil on the away on the away leg, and they won three nil on the home leg. I thought uh, you were gonna say uwu leg. Uwu leg. Yeah, at a weird time. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Montreal had a different story in their actual game, but uh, that was that was what happened there. No, don't say actual game. Like MLS is more important than the Concacaf Champions. Like respect, <laughs> respect. So moving on to MLS, uh, you just wanted to talk about how. Red Bull or Tim Pot? What? Uh, Red, the New York Red Bulls are a Tim, Port, Tim Pot club. I just want everyone listening to just know that, just and just so we can move on to the future. Because I, I had a guy trying to like not like like violently uh, argue with me about it, but he was like he didn't he didn't agree with me. And I'm like I hate to break it to you, boss man. The the, the Red Bulls are a Tim Pot. There, there's a decent amount of Tim Pot teams in MLS. Obviously, the Fire are one. How dare you? FC Dallas is a big Tim Pot team. Then the Revolution, obviously, because of all those finals. But the New York Red Bulls certainly are tin pot, just so everyone listening at home knows that. Also, also, the supporter shield means nothing. I would rather I would rather have someone give me two dollars than have my team win the supporter shield. What if you personally win the supporter shield? I've actually held the supporter shield once. I, I I'd rather have two dollars because the two dollars I can get, so I can get something with two dollars. <clears throat> the supporter actually, shield, I feel nothing. I've actually held the supporter shield a couple times. That is cool. It's a cool trophy to like hoist and stuff because it's a big plate. Still completely meaningless. Also, how dare you say you'd rather have $2 than the supporter shield? My dad put 20 bucks into the supporter shield. <laughs> oh, no offense to him, but that's not a good decision. <laughs> I, 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 uh, a kick. No, they asked like, they asked like, a, they asked like, back, at, back in the day, it was like 2000 ish or something when they created the supporter shield. It was the supporters thing, it was not a league thing. So you can say that like it's basically meaningless in terms of league, but. The supporters had placed a thing into it being like, okay, cool. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure it was created by Tampa Bay Mutiny fans because they won the regular season in the first year, and then DC United won MLS Cup, and they were salty about it. <laughs> well, good for them, the idiots. Uh, I'd, I'd rather... Uh, the the Spurs Shield has as much value as like an empty bag of Skittles, like just the wrapper. Like a, a, a wrapper of a Skittles bag. It's completely and utterly meaningless. 
but that's that's kind of a tangent that I don't really care about. The Red Bulls are tin pot, and that I just want to make sure everyone knew that. So, uh, I guess we'll talk about some other things first before I get into that because that leads into some fire stuff. Corey Burke scored his scored the first goal of the season for Philadelphia this year. The first goal of the season in general was scored by Minnesota United player Robin Lode. That that Minnesota goal looked very MLS, where it was just man sprints down line, it cuts it back, guy hits into roof of the net, and it's just done. Yeah. Also, I hope Corey Burke scores five goals in total against the Fire this season, at least. I I get so much joy for seeing Corey Burke score against the Fire. I'm not even trying to kid around here. So, uh, um, Dom Dwyer scored a goal for Atlanta United. It was I a don't good even remember. I don't even remember. I haven't even seen the goal. I don't even remember him signing for Atlanta. He just showed up there. I randomly saw a picture like in preseason that lured to it. Uh, do you know what jersey number he is? No. Number four, which is, you know, good narrative. And he scored against Kansas City, the club that made him famous, which is, you know, especially good narrative. That's life. Uh, so then there's a bunch of teams that just got blown out this uh, this week, so that's fun. LAFC won 3-0 over the Rapids with a Vela hat trick. Obviously, the Rapids had a, had a uh, CONCACAF league game, so then... Uh, uh, the crew beat the Caps 4-0. Uh, Austin, Austin beat Cincy 5-0. And then, DC, and then DC United uh, won 3-0 over Charlotte. Standard. My dad was saying that the, the 3-0 was a harsh reflection on Charlotte, where Charlotte didn't look like they were going to lose 3-0. I think it was just like they got bad breaks on the night. Well, according to XG, uh, DC had 1.5 XG and Charlotte had 1.2. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if Charlotte can play like that next week, it'll probably be closer. Want me to pull out all the, t- all the games that had, like, weird XG? Because I just saw another one. Hit me with the other one, but if, if, unless there's, like, a really remarkable... The other one is uh, Portland Timbers, uh, New England Revolution. The Timbers had 2.5 XG. The, the uh, Revolution had 0.8 XG. And, and the score ended yep. 2-2, yeah. What was the Fires one? Well, on some sites, they actually said that the Fire had... Uh, equal xg to miami that makes sense 1.6 yeah 1.6 is a bit high to be fair but both teams had 1.6 uh Interesting. and anyway while you were watching the carabao cup i studied the blade and uh, by that i mean i watched uh, orlando play against montreal and one of the most chaotic games of the week so yeah. yes so uh Orlando City, I started watching the second half, and I'm so glad I only watched the second half because the first half was nothing. Uh, 49th minute, Pato finally scored his first goal for Orlando. <laughs> he's Ooh. been there for... Well, he's been injured a lot of the time. He, he played so, like, first he game last up, season, got injured, and I, I think barely played yeah, the rest of the season. He showed up, got injured, and then didn't play again. So he's back this season. He's finally got his first goal. Uh, and then the second goal was scored by Benji Michel. Who I might have beef with, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, so what had happened was is that Romo Quioto got a straight red. So what happened was like you know a normal like hounding play by a defender against uh, an attacker on their way down the, down the byline. It goes out of uh, it goes out of play for like a goal kick or a quarter kick, whatever. 
he gets on him a bit too far. Kyoto falls uh, falls over from the contact, and Kyoto is not ha- well. Kyoto is not happy about it, and then Orlando's center back goes up to him, claps in his face, and walks away. He is not happy about that. He gets up, he shoves him out of the away from his face, like with his shoulder. He shoves him away, and then this other guy, Robin Jansen, uh, an Orlando City player, went up to him and started getting in his face for pushing away a guy who is like being aggressive to him, and so Kyoto punches him in the chest. Like with both hands, just kind of like pushing him away. Like it was more of a shove than a punch or anything. And Jansen goes down like he just got hit with a haymaker. <laughs> he sells that thing so hard. So, yes, Kyoto deserved a red for what he did. But Jansen, my God, that was terrible. He just sold that thing. And so Jansen got a yellow card from that. Later in the game, 81st minute Jansen just pulls out like the most casual horrible tackle just like extremely casual gets a second yellow and he's sent off and he's so confused because he did not remember his first yellow and I believe that that was justice <laughs> a bit yeah I mean this is at least it's nice to remember when Orlando eventually do nothing this season this will be like you'll be like yeah they deserved it then like yeah. when they maybe make the playoffs and lose in the first or second game and no one cares about them so yeah, fair enough. I I still have uh, inherent beef with Orlando, so it, this is nice at least that it's it feels somewhat justified. Because well, yeah, I, mean, I, I said it, I said it related somewhat to the fire because they are the fire's next opponent. So that means that uh, Robin Jansen will not be available for the fire. Uh, well, that's, bad, that's bad news to the fire then. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, good I don't point. Even know if, I don't even know if Jansen's that good of a player. To be fair, he plays for Orlando, so I think he stinks. But. <laughs> I don't know. They're, I, I like. I, I think I already mentioned that, like you know, Cesar Araujo and Facundo Torres might end up being something. And hey, if Pato's finally scored, he might get on something. I don't know. Probably not. They're probably not going to be good this year in general. Yeah, re- uh, remember this entire thing when Orlando finishes behind Cincinnati somehow. That's no, not possible. Yeah. No, that's not. That's that's but, not possible. They've won this team, game, so they're already going to have at least three yeah. more points than them. A team of <laughs> just my grandmother is beating Cincinnati at this stage. Well, your nan is the best player yeah, in the world. Yeah. You keep you keep forgetting this. Cue that up every time, and it, it, you hit it off the point. I am I am fighting, fire, falling asleep. By the way. Uh, well, uh, hey, we got fire next. Uh, so there's two things uh, that nothing, I want to talk nothing, about. Nothing to wake me up. Like the Chicago Fire versus Inter Miami, you get what you deserve. I'm happy. No, no, no. Reference. I'm talking about something else before this. Before we get to uh, before we get to Miami, about, I want to talk about how the Fire are gonna make me the Joker this year. <laughs> uh, so first of all, uh, your son Chacon, uh, the player who we thought we were gonna get. I've got a, I've got a kid. I've got a kid. <laughs> yeah, your son Chacon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I'm gonna make sure that joke got across. Yeah, it's it's it, on, it, is, it is it is a Scottish word. Uh, he has signed a new deal with his uh, team in Venezuela, which means it doesn't mean that the deal with the fire is dead, but it does make it a whole lot harder. It may push up the transfer fee. And that means that he might move up from being a U22 to a YDP or DP level, which if it goes to that level, fire can't go after him because we've got Gaston. Uh, The other thing is that they have announced fire two games. The second team. Adnan, I know that you don't no, want to go no, to a fire no, game. No, 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 no. It is no, at Toyota no, Park. No, 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 no. It is free. It is no, free entry. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. Be no, able no. to go and watch Chris Brady. No, mm, that's a compelling counter, but unfortunately, the Chris question Brady. I have asked, and, I don't and they have, to. and apparently there are a couple. Of, there might be a couple of former house players on the team. Ooh, there might be. Uh, some some of the people have said some people have said that they've noticed like one uh, a former house player hanging out with some of the uh, Fire Two guys. Right. I mean that, that that'd be cool. Unfortunately, that Fire 2 team will also be wearing blue, so uh, I will not be there unless I get press box credentials. So, um, Actually, you know what? You might be able to get press box credentials for Fire 2. I think that like you can try. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, like, I, I want to drag you out to one of those games. I, I, I want to convince my dad for us to go to every game because free entry. It's I, free entry. You, you, I feel for your parents because they probably work very hard to make, you know, a, a living and stuff like that. My dad's and retired, then, so. And then you come on this <laughs> podcast and make it sound like you were the poorest man alive. You couldn't, oh, you couldn't afford, I think, a dollar train simulator game. Well, you it's not like they give me money. <laughs> you are demanding to go to games purely because they are free. Jiggly, I mean, it's free for you to just sit in my backyard. You can well, I'm, 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 I'm trying, no, I'm doing this because I'm trying to convince you to come to this game with me. No, I, there is but no. You, you can finally meet Chris Brady. He'll recognize me, and I can introduce you to him. Yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to do all that. One as, game. As, as cool, One game. As, Chris, as cool as Chris Brady is, I'm not going to do all that just to dap up Chris Brady and then dip. <laughs> you know, I should do that. I should go to the game and then before it starts, dap him up and then just leave. It's like the ice cream. Now I do. Part of me legitimately wants to do the ice cream nachos thing. By the way, where I go buy a ticket for a fire game, buy ice cream nachos, and then just leave. The problem is that I'd be unable to cover the game because I don't know how I'd get back in time. I don't know. I would like have to. I'd have to pull up a stream next to the stadium of the game, which just sounds like the most criminal behavior I've heard in my life. Well, I mean, it's free on the app as well. So I mean, hey, ice cream nachos are free on the app. No, the the stream. Oh, yeah. It's a, through through the fire app. Yeah, I'll watch a stream of the fire game so I can cover it while that, sitting out on the lakefront. <laughs> yo, that that sounds so peaceful with my ice cream. Nachos. As I said, like I said, like you could come to the game before the game even starts. Get your ice cream nachos. Get out. Go out to the lakefront. Eat the ice cream nachos does, there. Does Soldier Field have Wi-Fi in the crowd? Yes. Yes, actually, it does. Free Wi-Fi. What, what is it? Good Wi-Fi. Like, is it usable? Yeah, actually. Imagine if I just brought my laptop there and just started covering the game like that. I don't know if you'd be allowed to bring it in. Would but you can certainly to... sit out. Well, no, it's good. It's good Wi-Fi. And it's also good in the fact that, like, it is very contained. So it only starts up the moment you walk into the stadium. What do you mean? I have not been able to get. I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you next week how it works, because I, I think I've mentioned I mentioned last week and then this week that I've been taking I've been like on Monday more on Monday mornings before my class I take a walk to Soldier Field and walk around. Okay. And I will tell you if there is a spot outside Soldier Field where you can still get Wi-Fi. Oh, that'd be okay. I, I meant just like I meant actually being in the stadium watching the game. Well, yeah, being that, in the uh, stadium, being in the stadium, you can do that. Like, oh yeah, no. Uh, I can help you get up like to where like the club seats are and you won't have to even go inside. The problem is getting in the laptop. Oh man. You can you can't have to get permissions. No. You can't just bring a laptop to a game. Why not? This is post (laughs) 9-11. What am I gonna do with a laptop? I don't know, but they don't like it. (laughs) I'm like if I start tagging people with a laptop, then then fair enough. (laughs) 
I don't just pull up the laptop. I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait to it. hear Tyler Terrence on commentary. There, there is a brawl that's broken out in the crowd. There's a man violently swinging a laptop, and Tony Miola's like, "Oh, he's gonna be offside. They're gonna call it." There's, there's my weekly reference to the Chicago Fire commentary team. Oh man, uh, there was a. Uh... Tyler Terrence got into a spat on Twitter too. <laughs> of course he did. Does like I assume someone sent that tweet to Tyler Terrence, but part of me wants to believe that Tyler Terrence vanity searches himself and just. Well, I think Tyler. Up. I think Terrence, like you know, at least has the hashtag up. Like he checks did, the hashtag because I think it, I think that tweet had the hashtag. Oh, or, fair enough, then. Or he follows you know hot time people. So fair, fair, but yeah, but like he, I don't think he vanity searched himself to find that. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Terrence did that. He searched himself because he looks like that kind of guy. I mean, has has Tony Miola followed the Tony Miola account? <laughs> you think Tony Miola knows how to use Twitter? I'm sorry. He, was... he is on Twitter. He is on Twitter. He I, doesn't I, use it very much, but he's on Twitter. I, I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> that account is probably... You're going to have to cut this. <laughs> um... I... You're, you're going to hate this, but once again, I kicked the headphones out. <laughs> of course you did. So what did you even, would you even miss? Okay, whatever. Uh, back to the actual podcast at hand. Yeah, we can't um, put that in. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't hear, did, did Mio, I don't think, because I was watching the game. at. Oh, I didn't Chelsea. have any, I didn't have any audio on. I don't think, because like that, that, there was no tweet from... I run the account. I'm not going to pretend like I don't run the account. Whatever. I'll, I'll let that be an open secret. I don't think he mentioned the offside rule at all during the game. But I don't think he had the opportunity. I don't think to he had a chance. Yeah. So that's good. We're at zero still. I I I am the one that created that account. By the way, shout out Patrick McCraney for tweeting about the account because that was funny. I debated. And also, my dad. I, I your dad found it first, so fair play to him. That was impressive. <laughs> but Patrick was cool because I debated on following Patrick because I was worried Patrick would be like, "Hey, a a fire! This this is this isn't a good Twitter account." But now Patrick saw that and thought this is pretty funny, and and then retweeted out. Miola hasn't followed me back. I don't think Terrence <laughs> has. I hope I'm gonna be pissed off if ta- I'm, uh, I will say this though: the the part that got cut out got cut out because we had to cut it out. I will legitimately be annoyed if Tyler Terrence mentions, mentions that account on, on a broadcast. He will. He He's will. going to as well. He it's is gonna, going gonna to. He's going to piss me off. You're going to see. I'm, I will mention that in articles. Obviously, the, articles, only, the, only, the only reason, the only, the only way he can mention that account is if he also plugs Sad Boys FC alongside the Intercontinental Podcast. <laughs> I. Okay, he's probably going to do it right after plugging the stupid podcast as well. Yeah. I, I don't hate Tyler Terrence. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a hard, it's it's a hard yeah. argument against you not hating him. That like, would be a great tweet if I just tweet out. I don't hate Tyler Terrence, comma, but and then I just leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, do like, it, do it. He's <laughs> like, because then how does he even respond to that? He's like, eh. <laughs> I mean, that's how. That honestly, that's how I respond to anything. That's like I don't I, hate I jig- I, any. I, I don't hate Jiggly, but and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, I think if I tweet about <laughs> I, if I tweet that about Tony Miola, I think he would look at that, shrug himself, be like, yeah, fair enough. But, but then <laughs> honestly, Tyler, yeah, t- like Tony I, Miola, me, like most of a, most people would be like, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> if, if, if I tweet out the Tyler Terrence one, he would spend thirty minutes thinking of a clever way to respond to it and quote retweeting it, you know, and whatever. If I tweet that about Tony Miola, if he figured out how to use Twitter, he would quote retweet that with, "Yeah, fair enough." I love the I. 
I don't know. I I've I do I have Stockholm syndrome with Tony Miola because I'm starting to love the guy. It, 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 he's, <laughs> he's 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 a drunk uncle I never had. I'm just like, hey, it's Tony Miola. Do I like him? Not really, but you know, I, he, whenever I think of Tony, Tony Miola, Miola my is, is, is Tony Miola becoming for you like like uh, Wilt is for me? Except like I actually know Wilt, and you have never Tony met Tony Miola. Tony Miola has, drinks like one percent the amount that Peter Wilt drinks. <laughs> Tony Miola doesn't know I exist. <laughs> At the time you are listening to this podcast, Peter Wilt might be a little drunk right now because at all and times peter Walt might be a little drunk and you know what he's out there making trying to make something happen he was actually at he was at the forward madison game this weekend part of me wants tony miola to fight me just so he can pummel me into bits <laughs> i had you know what i had a random dream that like involved like meeting to like tony miola at like was like walking down the street and i was at a bus stop and i just saw tony miola <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'll go. I'll go to a fire game, but instead of watching the fire game, I'm gonna find where the press box is, and I'm, and I'm just gonna stare directly at Tony Miola the entirety of the game, just so that you can hear on the broadcast. Uh, there is a, a, a supporter just staring directly into my eyes. He's a supporter, like and he's offside. <laughs> but he's not being called offside. <laughs> and he's offside, and no one said anything about it. He is offside. I genuinely do. I don't know if I don't know if the if the commentators could see like me back. I would genuinely be down to go to a fire game just to stare at Tony Miola the entirety of the contest. Because not only not only would he notice at some stage and think it was weird, but then other people in the crowd would be like, "Did you really go to a game just to stare at him?" And they tell him, "I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching the fire. You think I'm crazy?" I've hijacked once again the fire segment by talking about the commentary team. I genuinely, <sighs> it, it's, I cannot. I, it's a I, hobby. It's a I, hobby at this point. I underestimate the gift that is the Chicago Fire commentary team. It well, is. I mean, the thing, the thing is, is that like you actually like Dan Kelly. I love Dan Kelly. If it, I, I, I remember. I remember. Like, uh, I mean, the old guys absolutely hated Dan Kelly. The problem, all right, the problem with Dan Kelly is that he had to work under Haltman. So and yes. he was working under. So that's under- the thing. I would love to hear Dan Kelly now. If 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 you give Dan Kelly and Kevin bring back Dan Kelly and always never forget this, never forget this. His dad is in the Hockey Hall of Fame as an as an announcer. Like Dan Kelly's genuinely good. I think I I never got to hear his commentary for the house games he did because I was obviously there. But like it's he's got a great voice. Kevin Egan was obviously the greatest fire commentary we've ever had. And now he's doing WWE. He's, he's so talented, but like if you gave me Dan, but see the problem is if you gave me Dan Kelly and Kevin Egan, I'd be like, oh, this is sick commentary. But then once the commentary is over, I, w- I would never think about them ever again because I'm like, they're good at their job. It's kind of like the thing about referees. Dan Kelly and Tony Milo, let's go. Where it's like, <laughs> no, 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 don't give me, no, no, you have to keep them together. You have to, I, it's, it's like, I want a Tony Miola, um, uh, what's his name again? Tyler Terrence, Buddy Cop movie. Honestly, that would be a great buddy cop movie. It's like, you know, what's the point of even talking about the fire game? Because Edinburgh, no, they they tried, they didn't really do anything. Inner Miami also sucks. The fire might suck. I lo- okay, you know what? I'm writing this idea in my head right now, but like, okay, just imagine this. You got okay. Tony Miola is like old grizzled vet, exactly, and then yeah. Tyler Terrence is like the is like the uh, new kid. Uh, and the thing upstart. is, like, usually, usually the plucky upstart is like the one who wants to break the rules. Actually, Terrence, he is the one who's like very strict by the rules. It's like. I don't know if we're supposed yeah. to do that, Tony. And Tony's just like, this is how we always do in my day. Exactly. Yeah. And then like, and then Ty, and then Miola would have to save Terrence because Terrence would keep running his mouth and getting into trouble. And then Miola would have to be like the big older brother that saves him. Was like, yeah, hey, this kid. is a wonderful story. Um, I'm, 
I, I am currently a film student. Uh, if uh, if anybody wants to option this with me as the writer, oh, I, I could absolutely call me. act. I could absolutely act as Tony Mule in that. I'd do a great <laughs> you, you're gonna be Tony Mule, okay? Um, I'm, I'm absolutely down for that. Uh, we need someone to, that that looks. I, um, I don't want to be mean when I say this. Are you gonna say that you? Wait, no. Are you gonna say that you look like Tony Mule? No. No, no, no. Of course not. No, I'm. <laughs> that might have to get cut. <laughs> like, look, there's nothing wrong with Tyler Terrence. I'm not. I, I don't hate this. Tyler Terrence, but <laughs> I, I don't hate Tyler Terrence. I promise you, I, Tyler Terrence. If you somehow, Tyler Terrence is gonna somehow hear this. Like, oh, well, I've, hit I mean, my, I've hit myself in the head with my Chris, laptop. Chris Wyatt, please don't show this to Tyler. <laughs> Chris Wyatt, Wyatt, you did great. We're going to get to you in a second. Oh, I love but... <laughs> of course, my arms were just randomly played and had a good game. And we're never going to see him again this season. Wyatt, Wyatt, we'll talk about you later. You did great, hon. <laughs> it's like, we've got to talk about Terrence now. <laughs> Imagine listening to a Chicago Fire podcast and the entirety of the Chicago Fire podcast analysis is the commentary team. <laughs> Why do you even get to hear this? Episode? I don't even know if they did anything stupid this time. Yeah, I didn't even listen. Wait, so okay, we're gonna move I on to we're gonna I move had, into the game. We're gonna move into the game. How much of the game did you actually watch? Because I read I, no, I read your I watched, recap, and I'm just like, you could have written this recap three weeks ago. <laughs> well, yeah, it was nothing. I watched the entirety of the game, and nothing like other than the first, like the chances in the first half. I felt nothing watching that game. <laughs> I genuinely got pissed off, and I don't care about the fight. I felt like the Joker. Which is not something you should feel when watching a soccer game, especially as a neutral. The thing or is, especially as a journalist. Okay, like, to me it's though, not like, it's not like I didn't write about things that happened. There wasn't things to write about in the second half. Well, the yeah, first you're half, right. At least there's some chances. The second half, nothing happened. No, you're right. But overall, they played better than they have before. But the problem, okay, so here's the thing. I think I mentioned I mentioned this in like my MLS preview for my video, but. I don't know if I mentioned it here, but I feel like the fire are going to end up being like the bears pretty soon, which is not bad enough to be like, you know, getting good, uh, getting like, you know, good position in the draft, although it doesn't matter in MLS, but like not bad enough to make it like interesting, but also not good enough to be good. They're going to be right in that middle spot, like barely making like a wild card round. You lose in the first round or, you know, you miss it out, just barely miss it. They're going to sit there. I am scared that that's going to be this team. Is is the is it the same teams per like you know the ratio of playoff teams per total teams? Is that the same in the NFL as it is in the MLS, or do more teams get make it in the MLS? I have to check because that might be the only reason why the Fire make the playoffs. Because obviously the Bears missed the playoffs this past season. Well, I mean the Bears made the playoffs last season and they sucked. Oh, and that was that was one of the stupidest playoffs I've ever seen. I don't know how that Bears team that Bears team was technically a playoff team, which is one of the weirdest things I've heard in my yeah. life. Well, I mean that that game was on like Nickelodeon and no fans like it was like such a surreal watching experience <laughs> are, are the fire already a guaranteed first round exit in the mls playoffs at least it's a, it's a I, I think at most um I, th- I think it's just at all right let's not do an entire season respective after one game but yeah it, it just i put this in the because I, I i write for the website <laughs> and there's like a, a group chat of the writers and I put that is exactly how I, I I should have expected a game between Inter Miami and the Chicago Fire to have gone. Like it so, was too. It's like you know the thing where it's like I made a bot watch a thousand a ten thousand hours of blah blah blah, and this is what it came up with like as a script. If you made a bot watch the entirety of last season for the Fire and the Inter Miami <laughs> and made it made it design a game between them two, this is how it turned out. It's, so, it's so weird. 
the both the NFL playoffs and MLS playoffs have 14 teams, uh, seven uh, seven teams for each conference, and MLS has less teams. So okay, so the Fire will then get the seven seed and then lose away to uh, whoever you want. Uh, yeah, back to the game. Okay, the thing is, is that first that first half wasn't bad. I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to. I, I mean, it's gonna sound like I'm doing my thing of like, well, I have to be the I have to be the good guy here and say optimistic things. But the first half wasn't bad. I think that they, they did pretty well in the first half. They 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 should have absolutely gone one 0 down because uh, that that one header into into my they should have uh, they should have uh, been up two one by halftime. The fire? Yes. I don't think I are you talking even about off. both Ivanov chances? I don't think he. There were three separate Ivanov chances in the first I half. I can't blame. Maybe maybe he should have at least gotten one. I don't know. They were kind of. It's it's weird to think about. I don't necessarily. And you can also, and you can also throw in. You could also throw in uh, Shakiri uh, with his uh, with his oh, like massive shot. Like no, we're not and then also he, he, he just shot the ball because he wanted to kick the ball hard. That was that was an easy save. And then sure. also this this isn't this isn't by halftime. This is in the second half. But uh, Shabishko not understanding what to do with the ball in front of him, in front of goal. I what's weird? I cannot remember a single involvement of Shabilko. And I think he had a decent game. To be fair, from what I remember, I didn't. I actually I watched over like if uh, Adnan. Uh, I I know that you you have grown man things to do, and you do not have time. But this is also the time that I plugged my thing, which That's is right. that I've started. I'm gonna start doing a like after every single game. Good. I'm just gonna do like a recap of it and like go through the highlights and like I've set up a telestrator for myself using Photoshop. Nice. <laughs> and I've been Maybe doing I'm stuff sure with do it. That. I've been I, and. Okay, so there was a play early on. It was not early on. It was one of uh, one of Ivanov's chances that uh, where he hits when he hits the post. It, so that starts off of Gimenez uh, of Gaston, like taking uh, essentially taking the ball away. Like he tackles the guy, but he doesn't really take the ball away. And Herbers has it at his feet. If Herbers plays that at a better angle for Casper to run onto, Casper can go in for goal, but he doesn't. He plays it behind him essentially. Casper then has another chance of maybe he can turn around or something or do that. He doesn't do that. So when he passes it to Ivanov, he essentially squares it to he Ivanov. Like a, like, he takes he like essentially a quick snapshot, right? Because he kind of has to like work his feet around. So yeah, that specific shot, that is a very difficult shot. I think I, I said he had four chances. So uh, first chance was the... Uh, was There's one the, breakaway. First chance was uh, Pineda was Pineda to Ivanov and I he hits that. it wide. I wrote about that one. Yeah. Second one was uh, was Ivanov hitting the post. The third one was when he uh, when Ivanov gets played through again, and this time he is it's just him and the keeper, and he hits Diop in the leg. That's the third chance, and then the fourth chance is one that he doesn't have too much he can do about it the moment that it's hit, but he could have positioned himself better, which is uh, Shaq. Gives gives him a little pop chip over a defender, and if Ivanov is taller or if Ivanov is positioned better, like if he's a bit further back, he's got a header for goal. Hmm. Which I'm not going to blame him too much for that fourth one, and I'm not going to. And you know that that second chance with like him hitting the post, that was a tough shot to begin with. Obviously, the one chance that I think that he needed to hit was that one on one situation with Diop, because he sees Diop is dropping. 
you do not play the five hole. The five hole is not where you get your goal. <laughs> yeah, the five hole is when the keeper rushes out, if anything, because their feet aren't set properly. But like he's the keeper has rushed out and he's dropping down in front of you. What do you do? Oh yeah, I mean you. In the theory, keeper rushes out at you. What do you do? Yeah, you go over the top if you can. He five hits holes, it directly. Yeah, at he, his he, leg. he bottles it probably. Five hole's not that bad of an option though, but you have to get it before you have to hit five hole early. Yeah. Before you get close, if you get too close, then obviously five holes not a thing because you don't have the, the room anymore. I, long story short, if Ivanov is better, things go. If Ivanov is better, the fire win this game. I think. I think Ivanov just has a very clear ceiling at the moment. And what's funny is because I remember I, I wrote I wrote my article, tweeted it out, and I think Jiggly made a joke about how there wasn't enough Ivanov slander, and I put I forgot he existed because I forget Stanislav Ivanov is is a, a, a human being that plays for the fire. I saw him in the star lap. I'm like, oh yeah. It's, it's so weird. So think, I didn't hear anything about him in the preseason too. So when everybody's making their yeah. list of like uh, possible uh, of like possible starting lineups for the team, nobody listed Ivanov. But the starting lineup had Herbers and Ivanov at the wings, and I'm scared if that's what they think that they're going to work with. Ezra start. Ezra has to start. Uh, Goody next weekend. I do, I do not care. No, Goody didn't have a good game either. Yeah, start Duran. Oh uh, well, no. I, start Duran. Duran and Herbers, I can take. I, I'd, I'd rather. I'd, a dream. Hmm. Are you gonna start uh, even off again? Exactly. Duran and Evenoff. Oh boy. Oh, Jiggly is called. You're probably gonna ask for Chinoso Four to start now instead of Shabroko. Not yet. Not yet. Shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> this, this is this is the duality of Chinoso Four. This is the podcast that epitomizes that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the thing of like we did, we went into a, a while ago, like we went into the season without any depth at striker, and so we didn't have any depth at striker, and now we have like a similar issue. But the thing is that we do have depth at striker. We can dig into that uh, fire two team, drag oh, yeah, Michelle, up yeah. Azira. No, not, not not missile. Is missile I don't know about still, still too young. Yeah, I think missile might be a bit too young. Bazira has played through college. That's you can fair. start a college player. You can start. You can start a guy you got out of the draft from college. You know you can't start. No, I'm kidding. I'll, I'm not going to slide into Chinoso for too much. <sighs> He's just. But uh, let's see. I got nothing else from this game. No, I, she, I, I like, had a few more things. She I just, came I tried. I, Gaga I, didn't have to work until the second half, and he had to work. He almost <laughs> he almost spilled one though, which was concerning. I, I mean, he, it was it was a tough it was a tough I mean, shot to grab. He, on. he had one of the best punches I've seen in my life, where the cross came in at a weird angle, and he one arm punches it, and he punches it perfectly away from danger. So that was that was impressive. He's a world class goalkeeper. That's the thing. I do. I I, I I've mentioned how big I am on narrative. Like I, I think narrative has a role in, in sports. There is going to be at least one Gaga mistake early in the season, just so we can have the narrative of how does he respond to this, and he'll probably respond just fine. But yeah. I think I think we're getting one Gaga mistake. Well, I've, I've said this, and, and also, Rafa Shihos played pretty good. He had a couple of oopsies, and, uh, and like on not, that, like on that, like on that almost the one that hit the crossbar, oh, the and goal, then yeah. like his the almost own goal. Like those two, bit of oopsies. For, oopsies. Thank you, thank you for reminding me about that because I forgot about that because I, I might write an article about how the debutants did, and I forgot about that, so I got to make sure to include that. He's uh, not my uh, left-footed center back captain that wears number five, by the way. 
I wore my Barrett's jersey during during that game, and I'm going to wear my Kelva jersey to the game. Uh, is Shabrok, uh hot take right now with no basis? Shabroko is just a slightly better Barrett's? Well, not slightly. Shabroko is just a better Barrett's maybe? Shabrok is, is a Barrett's that doesn't cut outside. I think the problem I had, <laughs> it's obviously very early. I don't think, I think Shabroko may have dropped too deep during that game. Like he did it too often. That's the I, thing. Want my, I want my strikers in that stupid penalty area so they can exactly. score the goal. So that could be an issue. I, want, they, I think, I think, I want to see, that's why it's like, I, I, instead, instead of instead of a four, I'm not saying oh, I want a four to start. I want to see Duran start at striker. Not 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 Duran striker, but I think if you have Jabroko doing that up top with then Duran running in behind, that could work. Like, Maybe, yeah. Like I, that's the thing of yeah. Shabishko is cutting is coming way too far back. Uh, then also like Pineda, I saw some people saying that Pineda had a good game. I didn't see him at all. I I think th- he had the good drive up the field, which was early on. The problem is, I it's hard for me to rate individual performances that game because, it, I I put in my article I didn't give a man of the match because that game kind of <laughs> just happened, you know. Like, yeah, no like one really stood out. As like, I what said, I two player, As I said, like two players who I didn't think really did anything was Shabishko and Pineda, and I guess Shabishko had like a had that one really big chance that he just bottled that completely. And it uh, uh, well, everything is obviously early. So if I'll I, stop saying. If, if our attackers made Diop look good, and you do oh, not no, want to respect, do that, respect, respect Clement. No, Diop. I will respect not respect Clement Diop. Clement Diop. And guess what happened when Montreal came to town last season? Who got mad of the match that game? Clement Diop. Respect. I remember us going into that game saying that he was not good. No, it was you and RJ because you guys didn't respect Clement Diop. And I I'm, do not I'm respect sad. that man. Respect Clement. When Gaga forces a move out to Europe and then the Fire accidentally sell Chris Brady the same day because they didn't realize they the that's what the Fire going to do. You know how like you would in an ideal situation you sell sell one and then play the other. So like you know you don't have to like. It's it's great having two of those prospects at the same time, but it makes sense for the Fire to sell one eventually and then play the other one. For, for the time being, and then the other one moves on too. The Fire are going to accidentally sell Gaga and Chris Brady on the same day. Because like half of the scouting thing will be like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll keep Brady sell Gaga, and the other half will think the other way. And then suddenly we're going to have Clement Diop starting a goalkeeper, and he's going to be immense for us. We already have Spencer Ritchie. Clement Diop, clear. No offense to Spencer, Spencer is it Richley? Richley? Richie. Richie. No offense to him, Clement Diop, clear. Respect Clement Diop. Uh, the fire had sixty-two percent possession in the first half. Fair play. I, uh, like that, that's the thing. Like they dominated the first half. The, like, I, you may I, say that, but they did I, dominate I don't the think first dominate. half. Because uh, I, I like looking more at chances. And Miami the had, fire had plenty header. of chances. Yeah, but so did Miami. Miami had the header. They had the one shot outside the box. They had the the one the kid had where he just he like pulled it. I think those are different instances. It wasn't a dominating first half. I, if you say the fire better, fair enough. I don't. I don't remember that as well because obviously I still was with family the entire time. But I watched all the game and I sat through and I was paying attention to it. I, it didn't look like the only time I saw a team was noticeably better was when Miami, for some reason, the last five minutes actually played some soccer. Well, I was, yeah, I was going to mention that, which is that the fire have an issue with fitness. I think. Oh, geez, that's not good. That it seems like an issue with fitness because you just notice that late in that game. That like I think I wrote here like 60th minute Miami is finally turning on the gas turning on the gas against the fire's midfield and it's not taking it too well, and then that's when just like everything goes downhill. And like Fede came on as a sub, so it shouldn't have been like a legs issue. Well, Fede is also coming off of an injury. 
That's true. Also, I like how I asked you in the chat once: Has Fede been injured at all this preseason? And you straight up told me no. I didn't no. know. I didn't. I thought then, I, I straight up told you no because it's like I hadn't heard anything. And then, like the day after I said I responded that to you about that, like I just see McCraney just tweet out, "Oh yeah, by the way, Navarro's injured." I'm like, and it's a good what? thing I included in my article about how Navarro had a full preseason with the team. I'm gonna fight you, Jiggly. All five seven of them. No, I'm kidding, but. <laughs> Um, the, okay, the one thing yeah, I meet me at a fire two game. Come on. I, I imagine I drive to a fire game just to fight you in the stands and then leave <laughs> while staring down Tony Miola. Sorry. I just love. Oh no, I have the image of you just like grabbing my shirt, punching me in the yeah, face, while I'm staring at Miola. And like Tyler Terrence trying to ask me, yeah, Tyler Terrence trying to ask Miola something about the game, and Miola just sat there in fear and horror. <laughs> Taran goes on Twitter to talk about. No, sorry. And then, and then, and obviously, as it goes on, and then Tyra's just like, um, "Tony, Tony, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah, no, that that's what would wait. What would what would kick Tony back into gear is if Taran saw her talking about, "Oh, and he's through angle. He might be offside, but they're not calling it." And then that would, that would like snap Tony back in focus, and he's just back to normal. Yeah. He's just like, "Oh, yes, haha." We did uh, at one stage in the game. Shakiri got tackled, and I was hoping we we're gonna get the Tyler Terrence breakdown. Okay, that's what I was. That, I think I, I made that joke on Twitter of just like, "Oh no, Adnan might be right." Adnan's whole eye was Shakiri is just gonna walk off I after was, this because Shakiri kind of gave a look. And I'm like, Orlando just it. kept bodying him. Miami, yeah. Like, oh yeah, Miami. It, whatever. It, it, in my brain, my brain was like, Shakiri, I'm sorry. Do it. Shakiri, my, do it. My brain Shakiri, was thinking. My brain was thinking Orlando because Breck Shea, and I'm going to talk about Breck Shea in a second. But yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Shakiri, real quick, obviously early, I don't know how I feel about him and Cam. I, I, yeah, that's he, his best. Yeah. His, the, the best moments from him was him driving into the edge of the box, like he on had, the sides, yeah. and then a, good, a cut he in. Had a good, he had a good game as a Cam because he's obviously a very good player and he can play there. I don't think you get the best out of him because it's the thing is, I don't like him dropping deep and then turning and assessing his options because I think a thing I, I learned from Matt Polster, I think he talked about this once, when he was talking about going from right back to CDM. When you play on the wing, you have just one side you worry about because you know no one's going to come from the other side. No one's going to come from out of bounds to tackle you. That's what Shakira might be used to. So but now when you're up the middle, you have the left, the right. You got to worry about both. When Jairo Torres comes in midseason, you want to put Torres central and then move Shakira out wide. I don't know enough about Torres. Apparently, what I'd heard from my two Mexican friends is that he actually plays centrally, so I'm down. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, we think We talked about this last week, I think. I can't wait till Shakira gets 57 assists next week from Cam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other thing was uh, we had a Breck Shea sighting Good. in the 79th minute. You remember what he did the moment he came onto the pitch? No, but you... you he jumped you saying, on top of Shakiri's back. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He was there to do a job. He, he jumped onto Shakiri's back, and then, like, every single time a player got anywhere within, like, a meter of him, he just pushed them. <laughs> he just hey, pushed look, them. Look, Brexha used to play for Stoke City. Make sure you remember that. Make sure you remember that. Respect. And he's also obviously. Breck Shea was the, once uh, rated like, you know, 76 overall in FIFA. Breck Shea could have been a Premier League quality player. I think he just had injuries and like it never really worked out for him. But the problem is he's lost his speed and technical ability. So he just fights people and I respect it. Oh, yeah. No, like he absolutely came onto that pitch hot. He was ready to fight. It, it kind of it worked. I mean, Miami, they didn't do well because of him, but they did better at the end of the game. 
Who knows? Maybe maybe someone saw Brexit trying to he take had, out a man. Had, like, like, he, was, he was trying to start something with Fede. <laughs> uh, see, that's the problem. Fede would he he's 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 tiny, but he would obliterate. Maybe he would he would rip out his throat. <laughs> I should I should write an article. If allowed about to. With, I should write an article about which fire players I could take in a fight. That seems very professional. <laughs> which fire, you know, hey, you know what? My second channel, we could just do that as a video there. Because like, it'd be it'd be a great tier list. It would be a wonderful but, tier list. The problem is, I don't think I can do player, that. Which players Adnan thinks he can take into his in a fight? The problem is, I can't do that article because if I ever do get access to a game one day, and imagine like Seahole staring me down, and be like, "You think you can fight me?" <laughs> and I'll be like, me? "Absolutely not." Um, is, I, I will give one name. I, oh, I could fight Jimenez. All right, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> there was another thing. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, first of all, uh, the the ballad of Miguel Navarro. This game, uh, the third minute. Uh, Navarro gets nut tapped by the uh, Miami keeper, but there was no foul. It was in the box. Did you see that play? I did not. I missed the nut tap. Apparently, yeah. My the Miami key like Diop just kind of like f- flung his arm up after he after he saved. He flung his arm up and he just got Navarro <laughs> right between the legs, and he was down for a while. <laughs> Funny that that that's good comedy. And is. unfortunately, Navarro was the victim of uh, of identity fraud. Uh. There was the, uh, let's see, where was it? I'm trying to find specifically Ooh. if it was the first half or second half. While you second find half. that, I'll go on. It was second half. So uh, Navar- Navarro, uh, I said in like 50th minute, Navarro catches Yedlin from behind in the box. There was a specific angle that I saw that from that it looks like Navarro swung, a r- swung inside of Yedlin's leg and hit, and hit the ball or at least like was going for the ball and he caught him and he went down. That was because both of them were wearing bl- the same blue shoes that blended <laughs> into each other. And so I thought, oh, it's a very clear foul. And then it shows this different angle from behind the goal. And you just see like the amount of separation between the two players and Yedlin just goes down. Yeah, Yedlin does, <laughs> di- Yedlin does dive there. I, th- I knew that you I-, I had a feeling that I thought you were going to mention that. And then there was the incident like two minutes later where Navarro had Yed- and Yedlin had another coming together where it was like when Gaga slipped for the ball as well. I thought that could have been a penalty. I didn't see a good replay, so I don't think it actually was. But it, oh, looked, yeah, like, no. it looked like a collision. It did not look great for Navarro. And like that, then, and like, yeah, they get into a, they get into a bit of a fight there. Uh, and also Navarro gets, gets hit again by his own keeper this time. Not between the legs, but like on the side, and he had to stay down for a bit. It's like the is it the old man Simpson? Not old man Simpson. What's the character from Simpson that keeps getting uh, hit? I know what I'm talking about. Like man hit by. Football. I know exactly who you. Yeah, the old guy. Whatever. Well, it yeah. Doesn't matter the name. But yeah, that's gonna be Miguel Navarro's story this season. Miguel, poor Miguel Navarro is just gonna get beaten up. How do you think he? How do you think? How do you think he did though? Yeah, it's gonna be the same answer I have for almost everyone else, but just six out of ten. I didn't notice anything remarkably good or bad. I mean, it it it's better for a defender to have that kind of game than a forward, I guess, because you know, no mistakes. That's the thing. I think I think that this is exactly what I said, which is the Fire's defense seems set. I think that that defense is pretty dang good if they've if they've got Gaga playing at the level that he can play at behind them. They're going to be safe in terms of keeping goals out. Scoring goals, I am very worried. We saw that in the preseason, that keeping, go- keeping stuff out, defense, is pretty solid. Scoring goals was very hard in the preseason. They didn't score a single goal with the cameras on. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's not that the fire defense is like elite, but it'd be like 
kind of like just solid. It'd be kind of like Burnley, where they won't concede to teams that aren't great. But like if they come up against like an LAFC or Seattle, they'll probably give up a few just because they aren't good enough. But that's fine. Yeah. It's not going to ruin anything for them. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying like best in the league type stuff. I'm just saying like they are a solid MLS level defense. You know, bring back Calvo, of course. And no, I'm kidding, to be fair. No, Calvo uh, had, quick, had a decent game with San Jose. My dad was saying he was terrible, apparently. Which is well, interesting. He had a weird play where he did really well with like the chaos of it. He fits into Matias Almeida's system. Yeah, he, he might just he might just have to get used to it because that's a system you have to get used to. He's also number eighty, by the way. That's a heat kit. A number eighty Francisco Calvo jersey is pretty heat. And then, uh, God, what is it? What else do I have? To, oh yeah, White Amsberg. White Amsberg. Yep. Yeah, doing great. Play. You're yeah, doing great, you? bud. I made sure that. Did you see? Uh, the fire had this had the tweet out. Uh. Like before the game of like, make sure you send in like all of your, uh, was it drop a good luck message for your favorite player. And I made sure that the sad boys account shouted out Wyatt. <laughs> Get like, the job done, Wyatt. If no one else got you, we do. <laughs> it's genuinely like Wyatt on, like, like, you know, how they have the match day 18, like the traveling squad. I could imagine a situation where like the fire are playing in New York and they don't bring Wyatt Amersberg onto the match day team because they don't need him, like they wouldn't play him. So he just sat at home. And then like an hour before the game, I was like, Hey Wyatt, we need you to play center back. He'd be like, All right, bet I'll be there. And then he would yeah. just drive and play and just have, be a, there. have a solid seven out of ten game. I, I, I love Wyatt. That's what Wyatt he can Amersberg. do. That's what it's, he can do. He is a guy that you bring on near the end of the game because it's like you need a guy to bring on. I, would, I, I if I would run on the field to see any fire player social field, I'd go up to White Osberg. I'd be like I would just casually dap him up, be like, Hey, you're you're doing great, buddy. I, I appreciate you. He's a great guy too. Like yeah, he I, seems I, like he seems like the most wholesome dude I've ever seen. Uh, he's, man. he's an he's an Ivy League guy. Oh, what a champion, bro. This is a White Osberg stand podcast. Chinoso <laughs> for that. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna <laughs> sorry. I don't know why randomly attacking Chinoso for is so funny to me. Yeah, White Osberg went to Dartmouth. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> He's he's a good lad. Unfortunately, he's probably not going to start next week. I assume because he's either from, he's, okay, he's from Maine, but the town that, in Maine that he's from is called Belgrade. <laughs> okay, never. No, I'm kidding. He's from um, Belgrade, Maine. Then why not? It's like how there's a place called Bremen in Georgia. Yeah, but what I was gonna say, so because I, I assume either Tehran comes back or Pineda gets pushed back to center back if Navarro starts. I don't in, like. In the I don't. The thing is that watching Pineda in the midfield, I don't like. I don't like Pineda in the midfield. Pineda, Pineda pushed up way too far in the midfield. He gets too excited, maybe. I didn't like that. That's the other thing I wanted to mention, which is that Ezra didn't make stupid sub decisions like we've seen in the past from fire coaches. What was it? it was Duran? He put on. He put on yeah, he put on Duran and uh, and he put on Duran and Goody for Herbers and Ivanov. Makes sense. Which is exactly what everyone asked for. He put on uh, Fede for Jimenez. I think Gaston. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Gaston. But like, apparently Jimenez isn't did, like fully, fully fit or something. Maybe he's like, he did for. every he did everything that everyone said on Twitter is like we need to do this soon, and then he doesn't. It's like oh wow. I cannot wait until next week when um, Jonathan Bornstein gets slumped up top for some reason. <laughs> See, I was gonna say Chinoso four first, but I'm not gonna be toxic anymore to Chinoso four. I, 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 I he's only 21 years old. Chinoso four is younger than I am. That's weird to think about. That's a younger human being than I am. Younger than me. Oh my, that's weird to think about. Fair play to him. I know. I think yeah. Ivanov is like I think a couple months older than me. Is he really? Ivanov's 22. Fair play to Ivanov. I didn't realize he's that young. Pineda's already 24. That's like a, a kid my age. Duran is 18, which is horrifying. Well, yeah, I, I remember, I remember <laughs> getting, getting uh, 
like reports from a classmate about like from like his older brother about uh, whether Pineda was going to sign for the fire or not. Yeah. Man, the fire could really. I, I know, like, it probably it makes it's probably smarter to play Urbis, but the fire could play Durano Gutierrez. We're both two 18 year olds. You know how cool that would be? And honestly, that's what everybody out wants out of it. That out of like the best, if you want to play the best lineup, I think that's it. I because I don't know if it's the best, it'll end up being the best, but it's got a higher ceiling than Herbers, obviously. As you say, Herbers is room temperature water, he is the, the pulse of the fire. In he, terms is, of yeah, he is, he is, no, I, I think I said, uh, uh, a lizard, which is yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, he is cold blooded. He will be whatever the temperature of the room is. Seahost looks like a grown man. Fair play to him. Well, he is. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he looks like it. To be fair. So when are we going to do the video, the the live stream of you deciding which fire player you can take in a fight? <laughs> okay, can we, can, we'll do that when we hijack a spitting fire episode. No, we can Don't do that on my channel, on my new channel. Come on, man. Let me let me, give a, let me let me give a quick look to the to the team, and just I'm not going to tell you any of the answers, but I'll give myself like a a quick scouting. Okay, so yeah, there there's some mismatches both in my favor and against me. I assume so. That's not ideal. Uh, Miss, uh, yeah, I think the most the I think like to me just like just. Off the top of my head, the biggest tie and question that I would have is if you think you could take Gaga, because that uh, man's tall. No, but that's a, he 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 he's got the mentality of a thirty-five year old. He exactly, he's fight. tall. Yeah, no, he is he is close. mentally strong. Like yeah, no. What would be what would be a close matchup? I genuinely think is Gaston because like he we're similar heights, but he's more of like a fan, like you wouldn't expect Jimenez to be in a fight like in a street. <laughs> like, like you would expect him like Fashion Week or something. So I don't know if he's got that like dog in him. I, I looked at. Um, I I remember I I posted a tweet of like one of my favorite VTubers, uh, and it's like how no one can rock a turtleneck die, turtleneck like her. And then somebody just replied underneath that is like, isn't that the turtleneck that gets Don more? <laughs> yeah, genuinely. <laughs> and then wind on this, then um, I'd absolutely get battered by a four in Tehran. That's not even close. Oh yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm in the hospital for weeks. Uh, oh, well, I will oh, say for myself, Tehran. Tehran is like he's a no, yellow card machine. What? Oh, yeah. Especially if a four listens to this podcast and the things I've said, I, I'm, I'm done for. Like I'm not making it out forever again. Uh, I will say though right, to back myself. To <laughs> I, I will I will back myself. Brian Gutierrez, no offense, he is 18 and he's a, he's a kind of lanky skinny kid. He's uh, a skinny I'm kid. Winning, yeah. I'm, winning that, I'm winning that fight to be fair. Uh so to so just uh at the end of the day, Wyatt, um you did a great oh, job. Wyatt, Wyatt would absolutely batter me, by the way. Oh, yeah, he would. He would uh, absolutely batter me. He like I, he would feel terrible about it. I don't want to do this, but like this has got what we gotta do apparently yeah, here. So it, it's uh, like in the movie. Yeah, that'd be that'd be the best halftime show for fire games. Every week I fight a different fire <laughs> player. Week you fight a different. Yeah, and like, and for some, and they they just let Miola and Terrence do commentary on it, just because of all the things I've said about them, just so they can cheer on all the fire players. There's a. Have you? Do you know about the movie The Warrior? No, I've never seen it as well, but I, I saw like something about like the ending of it because uh, uh, the National did the soundtrack for it. So like, I watched uh, the the music video for one of their songs. <laughs> is the end of that movie and it's just like the end of like you and um, you fighting Wyatt would be like that which is just one of the guys is clearly beating up the other guy yeah. so hard and then the moment that the bell sounds like he picks him up hugs him and they walk out together like, yeah that's fair okay yeah that makes sense 
Like that would be that would be you fighting Wyatt. The problem is, imagine it's yeah. But just imagine now if, if we did it as a halftime show, like Duran starts the game, has it like has a good start, he's doing well, you know, he's building momentum, and then at halftime he has to fight me, but he just he just kills me, and then the police are like, <laughs> oh man, we gotta arrest this man now, and then he's gotta get sent hey, out. If you get a boxing license, it doesn't count. That's true. Yeah, he, if he if he does, yeah, if it's a sanctioned fight, which it would be. Imagine being an opposing team, watching a, one of the fire players beating up a man at halftime, and realize you have to go up against him in the second half. Like that would be, I would give a great confidence to the fire team, because like you know in hockey when the t- when the guy when the the goon yeah, the fire everyone gets right. like imagine the fire bench watching me get pummeled by like Chinoso four, and then Chinoso four gets subbed on scores a header. It's gonna be seen to Soldier Field. Now this is my next article idea. Screw screw the analyzing debutants and actual stuff. I'm gonna write about the commentary team about why the fire players should fight me at halftime. Um, yeah, so as I was trying to say, uh, at the end of the day, Wyatt, uh, make sure you, okay, you did a great job on Saturday. I hope that if you play this Saturday, you're going to do great as well. Uh, don't show this to Tyler Terrence because we don't want him to hear this, but do show this to Chino. Chino Chino should hear this. Yeah, this is going to single-handedly fuel Chino so far for the rest of the season. And, and show Tony I, thought, I thought you were going to continue with that. <laughs> that. That was it. Show Tony Miola this as well, because Tony Miola is my guy. I want to dap up Tony Miola and then just have him batter me. <laughs> you, put your, you put your fist up and he just decks you. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I deserve. That's fair. That's fair. And then Terrence is like, can I get some shot? I'm like, no, Terrence, I, I'm not fighting you. I... <laughs> and you just like, you see Terrence, you just... Okay, cool. And you walk away. Like Terrence is like, hey, I would love the idea. Okay, I I would love the idea if Terrence was actually a massive fan of our podcast. It'd be so good. And then he finally and then like he finally sees you. He's like, oh man, I'm not. I'm such a big fan of you guys' podcast. And then you just walk away from him. It's like I can't handle this. I can't deal with this. You want to remind me of Mimi and the commentary team? You know the Keen Peel skit where I think they're they're pretending to be Obama. Where like they're meeting all like the people and like all the white people to get full handshakes. Oh yeah. Like, like me and Tommy Law, like, we have like the sickest dap up, sickest like handshake combination. So we like be like all tight with each other. And I just see Terrence, I just shake his hand, move on. Yeah, that that is that is the fire lineup for you. Like That's it's the just dream. like there's just yeah. like a couple of players where you're just like, hello, good day. Yeah. Oh, what up? <laughs> it's like, hey, what up, Gutierrez? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, oh, Wyatt, what up? Wyatt, uh, Fede, and Gutierrez, I think, are my boys, really. And 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 Brady. Obviously, yeah, but Brady's going to be my boy that. for the, 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 the firehouse, Never too. because that, that's so, all we got. Well, we, we ain't got much, but we got, we got Wyatt Amsberg and we got Chris Brady. And, dude, Fabian Herbert probably gives the sickest, cleanest handshake. It would be the most, like, formal, no motion whatsoever in my life. Honestly, like, yeah. Hello, Fabian, and hello. And then we just move I mean, on. I mean, I, I've already told the story about how when I shook when I when I shook uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger's hand, I was just like, "Wow, this guy must use a lot of moisturizer because it's his hand was soft." <laughs> like I, I was just like, "That's and, the only thing I thought." And, I was just like, "This and, is surprisingly and, his hand is surprisingly soft." And <laughs> end the episode on that. <laughs> uh, I'm Jiggly. I'm still odd. Not I. I still want to fight the 2022 Chicago Fire roster. Uh, uh, pr- protect trans kids and uh, eat the rich.